Dynamite Town Low. I got my beanie on because winter is coming and winter is here, man. Winter has arrived. (laughs) Winter has arrived because it was a a heck of a night and we felt felt the heat, we felt the cold, we we saw the blood and it was uh, quite a surprising night of dynamite and as as watching, you know, reading through some of the, uh, the Twitter comments and Twitter stuff on there um some would say one of the better dynamites in the history um you know so we're gonna yeah. dive into all that welcome everybody you got bonds over there booking by bonds and sp the fourth down for dynamite download thank you everyone for joining us and checking us out um but man as tony shivani said it best man this show well he was speaking specifically about the opening match was a defining moment for the promotion and I couldn't agree more yeah. because uh, this was quite a way to open the show. And with, I was surprised to see this, you know, when I was w- w- tuning in that this was going to be the opener and wow. Wow. Boy, what did you think, man? Man. Um, Daniel might... Hangman, Hangman's first title defense. Right. This might be uh, the best match we've seen from Hangman page. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think that's uh it's an insult to Kenny Omega or anything like that, but I think this match Agreed. was something special. Um, this might be the best televised AEW match ever. Um, it's going to be up there. I feel like a lot of people are probably feeling the same way. Uh, I don't know what else to say about it other than it was a 60-minute epic, uh, ended in a draw, and man, Brian Danielson put Hangman through hell early on, and it kind of balanced out later. Uh, mm-hmm. But this feud is definitely not over, and if anything, I want this more now after we get to see this <laughs> match from these guys. So good, man. What's your initial thoughts as well? I mean, the crowd was hot for this one. I'm mean, Obviously, you know, any opening match yeah. of any show, you know, I got to cheers to both guys, you know, cheers to that, to, the, to both of them for just giving it all. But, I mean, we're getting constant this is awesome chance, and, and the, the so. crowd was uh, – deservedly so, absolutely. And the crowd was – split just because yeah. not necessarily fully split but there were some you know danielson chants as well as a lot of cowboy shit chants but obviously the cowboy shit chants that were more echoing than the danielson mm-hmm. ones but as AEW fans are as, as smart as they are uh they can appreciate good wrestling and you know as the resident babyface in dynamite download me yeah. spd um danielson has been my top performer the past couple weeks you know on and off as his heel because i can appreciate yeah. his character work i'm all for everyone all team babyface all the way but i can appreciate <laughs> good wrestling and good character work and this was definitely one of the better character works that we've seen out of uh danielson in my opinion that guy can work a crowd like no other whether it be babyface or heel 
Yeah. Um, that smirk he had nonstop that whole match was just like he's flicking off the crowd in the picture in picture. Um, and then you you he changes his offense. I mean, as, even the smallest change when he went from you know to heel with that just methodical, yeah. uh, painful, um, just nonstop, just like d- deliver. You know, not necessarily truly technical, but just physical. Um, I love the heel work that he's been doing, man. Um, and both guys, you know really were you know had opportunities to work those injuries you know like you said you know danielson was was working that head injury and then the arm injury um you know hangman was a bloody mess for a while and and danielson i think was on the offense for the majority of this match um you know i i mentioned it on our twitter but this when we were 35 minutes in i thought that i was like is this the longest match on dynamite and not a lot not let alone the longest which we saw you know, it went to 60 minutes, which we haven't seen that yet. But it was the first title defense of Hangman. And it had four commercial breaks. Four commercial breaks in picture-in-pictures, man. Unbelievable wow. stuff by both guys. Insane. They went to war. They did, man. And and again, I'm so excited for where this feud's going to go because you know that Danielson is not going to take this sitting down. You know, he got a, 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 that's his second uh, draw that he's had against yeah. the champion. Um, you know, this is the first time True. against Hangman, but you know, he had the first one the, was a non-title, right? Non-title match, but still a draw. And Danielson still hasn't lost, and he's looked like a million bucks. And it's gonna be hard to keep him out of the title picture with him wrestling like this because I mean, man, he was on point tonight. And, and Brian Danielson's always on point, so you know, that's True. not a surprise, but he was right, exactly. But he was at point on a point tonight where it was like, man, his offense was just absolutely insane the whole time and then once he started getting those those chinks in his armor with those leg injury like the leg problem with the hangman taking advantage Mm -hmm. of it great stuff uh the psychology was there everything was there um i don't i usually don't like matches not having a a winner but this one um i can't complain about it because it was such an epic and and frankly i i want to see this match again i want to see part two and i want to see it at a pay-per-view um, and this was a pay-per-view match, so, you know, it'll be part two, but it's going to be just as awesome and probably just as epic, uh, especially because we all know what they can do now together. Oh. You know, in the ring together, I mean, oh, this was gold, absolute gold. Needs to, yeah, and gold on the line. And this was, line, you yeah. know, it's hard. I've So I agree with you, you know, I can't stand sporting events that end in ties. Um, and I always want a clear winner, but when you have, you can appreciate the art of wrestling and like, you know, just to echo what I said earlier, defining moment for our promotion, as Tony Schiavone says, um, it was was just, yeah. yeah, I mean, I loved how this opened the show, you know, hangman was showing how he is such a true champ, you know, with those massive mesmerizing moonsaults off the top rope. Um, and he was giving it at all. And yeah. He literally, he came, you know, so close to finishing off Brian Danielson. And I really was, I was hoping for a swerve where Tony Khan come out and be like giving us five more minutes, you know, at this, you know, and just, and the crowd would have just gone berserk, but they gave us so much. Um, this is just, I can't, I couldn't believe this went 60 minutes. I know it we had like four, 20 minutes. If we had four matches yeah. announced for this as aw typically does they'll throw in a couple extra ones but there was no extra matches this is four match card and i can't i'm, I'm just still in all four that. matches yeah and a dynamite <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit you're right but. true we had three and a half matches um but just 
everything about this match, man, the chemistry was great. Yeah. And the commentator team did a great job with some awesome stamina uh, throughout this match. Cause this one is definitely obviously a hard one to call, yeah. uh, but it was, it, it had everything in this match and, you know, wanting more and more and more of this, you know, they gave us a huge taste. They gave us an appetizer, a dinner and a dessert. They just didn't get, give us the bill yet. You know, we're yeah. still sitting at the table <laughs> eating, chomping away, but this is an all-you-keep know, buffet, what we got, that's right. essentially. <laughs> Danielson is still in, you know, this is not over because there's no clear winner. But do you see this continuing um, sooner than later? Do you think, think they're going to run it back sooner than later? Um, or do you see kind of like Hangman maybe having a couple title defenses before they re- revisit this? Or is Hangman going to defend his title at Danielson next because there, there was no – Winner of this match. Where do you see this going? I mean, I, I don't want to. I see haven't even thought about that. Else. Oh yeah, it's it, this is so fresh to me that like thinking about what's next is just completely like crazy for me. But I want to see this match again. I want them to run it back. I don't yeah. want there to be another feud in the middle of this. I want this to be the focal point of that AEW World Championship. I want it to be Hangman Page. I want it to be Brian Danielson, and I want that to be the story, and I want that to keep going. I don't want there to be interferences. I don't want there to be other people involved. I just want these guys to go because they went tonight, and honestly, they could have gone for two hours, and I would have been fine with it because Dude, I can't believe was, the stamina in both guys, especially Danielson. Man, that yeah, guy. It was a guy like, his age, you know, doing what he can. A guy in his forties doing what he can do, and like obviously, like this match was was a long epic but it didn't feel like it the pacing was so quick and it right. I, I looked up at my clock and it was you know 8:45 and I was like wait a minute it's already been 40 minutes in this match are you kidding right you know like this is nuts and the whole like the pacing the whole time felt like that even when hangman was getting help from the refs like mm-hmm. with the you know the water and they're cleaning him up which I don't know if that was supposed to happen or if he got cut you know or whatever happened worse than he was supposed to but man he was right. a bloody mess um, and they had to stop the match for a minute. And when we were talking Definitely. about it and we were texting back and forth during the match, like, oh, man, I really hope they don't stop this match because of, you know, Hangman bleeding all over the place. You know, that would be terrible. Um, thankfully, that didn't happen. But, you know, what we got was was awesome. And uh, and the cool thing is, too, and, and what I appreciate about it is the, the very end, um, Hangman did get the upper hand at the end. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he was about to win. He hit him with that second buckshot, and it looked like he was ready to go. Um, and pin Danielson, but it just didn't work out with the time. So I think it's pretty cool that we got to see, you know, Hangman kind of take that, uh, take that step in the match because honestly, throughout right. most of it, it felt like Danielson was, was kind of controlling the, the pacing in the match most of the time, um, which I appreciate that. I always like when a heel does that, that's what they're supposed right. to do. You know, like yeah. Control the pace. So, Big um, time control. Exactly. So seeing Danielson do that, um, and then Hangman kind of make his comeback when it mattered most was pretty awesome for the champ. It was really awesome match. Man, I felt like even the commentator team, like for a while, I was like the challenger is is getting this upper hand, you know, mm-hmm. frequently. And and it's always fun to watch the the ch- even if the underdog, even though you're not the underdog as the champ. But, you know, like the good guy getting beat up and then finally, you know, getting the ultimate payoff and the ultimate kind of reward. Um, But uh, this was it was incredible. And and I'm really I'm almost bummed. I wanted more like I know both guys were completely exhausted, but I wanted more like 
post match and be like, oh, you know, this isn't over or something. But it was kind of a quick. You're transition. so exhausted. I know. I mean, <laughs> Plus I was they kind of had to move on. It was the first. It was like nine oh five by the time the match ended, so they had a couple more things to get to, which is t- a little fair, you know. Uh, but I agree with you, man. I wanted them to keep going. I could have, like I said, two hours of that match would have been fine because of <laughs> it. Like this felt like a twenty minute match, right? And it was sixty minutes, insane. Um, but we kind of went into something quick right away. Well, my chop of the night. Oh, there you go. Chopper of the night. Uh oh, is was in this match. Was is Brian Danielson? Man, that guy delivers a kick chop combo like no other. But I, of the whole card, I had to give uh, Danielson my chop of the night award for SPD's chop of the night for sure on this. And I can't wait for uh, Rampage with. Not, you know, which we'll talk a little bit about at the end of the show. But Chop of the Night award goes to Brian Danielson from SPD's Chop of the Night. But as you were saying, you know, we were, uh, <laughs> yeah, clap that one up for sure. Um, you know, we we saw a little taste of the man himself, Wardlow. This is war in the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royale. And, and we were just, get, you know, salivating over that. And then he was next up a hard match to follow for anybody, but this was not, you know, not much of a match. It was more of a, a massacre. Um, the crowd in the crowd, including us are, are so in favor of Wardlow, man, that we yeah. love him. And, you know, this, there was a lot packed in a little time, you know, not only was just the power bomb symphony as they quoted it, that's a new name that I, I liked it, that they're saying the commentator team, um, but man, just Wardlow's strength and dominance is so fun to watch. Just screams yep. baby face. I can't wait for it. And, you know, when Spears is on the mic, man, Wardlow's staring a hole through him. Like he's, he's going to, you know, slap the snot out of Spears and the crowd is just going to love it. But I want Spears to kind of just lean into that just annoying uh, sidekick, you know, the accountability buddy and annoying guy. And then just Wardlow is just going to. Spears is going to make a good person for Wardlow to turn on and then ultimately, hopefully, just lead through to uh, MJF, which it's not the time, um, which I'm he's got to go through Spears first. But I, I want him to turn on MJF first, honestly, yeah. and then Spears just kind of be the um, sacrificial lamb for the pinnacle, you know, so Do you want to go you- through the pinnacle as well, because I think that would be. I think that would be great for him to go to the pinnacle because if if Wardlow or when excuse me Wardlow turns on MJF in the pinnacle, I think MJF is going to start sicking his wolves or whoever it may be. Try to do a two on one FTR versus Wardlow. Obviously, Spears I think will be the first sacrificial lamb. Then ultimately, it's almost like the the five labors of Wardlow uh, that Jericho had to go through. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, so That'd be I great. think that would be awesome. And you'd build yeah. an awesome. You'd build a star if, yeah. if Wardlow had to go through the pinnacle. And MJF kind of being the ultimate payoff, you're going to build an awesome star. And, and Wardlow think, is a star, period. Oh, he is. I was just about to say, I think Wardlow's already there. You know, the crowd was so hot for – they were chanting one more when he was, you know, just destroying Matt Seidel. And, and he's I, supposed you to know, be a heel. Exactly, and they're cheering him. And you can you can tell it's a little different with him, man. Like, he's on MJF's payroll, you know, but he he looked like he was so just irritated and disgusted Um <laughs> when Sean Spears was saying like, Hey man, like you got to go get some bubbly for, uh, for our boy MJF, you know, we got to go to the store. I'll drive you by buddy. And just, you can go in with your singlet on. It's fine. It was so funny, but also you could tell Wardlow wanted to rip his head off. I know. Um, And, and it's, it's, we're getting there, man. It's so close. I can taste it. The Wardlow uh, baby face turn. And we need, I feel like the, 
you know, AEW needs a big baby face like him that can just go through people and, and, you know, be that kind of guy who's right on the cusp of being that, uh, that breakout guy. And I think he's there, you know, we picked, you know, Wardlow was one of our picks for, for breakout star of 2021. And ultimately uh, it didn't, didn't turn out that way, but right. he's right on that cusp. And I think that it, we're finally about to get it and it feels like it's close. And I think right. that once the CM Punk MJF storyline kind of dies down a little bit, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's next or that could happen during the MJF CM Punk storyline, which could make it even more in- interesting. So I'm excited, man. And, and Wardlow is, you know, doing his thing and it's awesome. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, um, man, I just cannot wait for, you know, they need to just break the chains and let him loose, you know, because uh, we yeah. picked him as uh, that breakout star. Like you mentioned, uh, this guy has so much potential. He's so fun to watch in the ring. It's, it's almost a, a sh- underutilized person, man. It's a, yeah. it's a bummer. And hopefully we get this uh, chains broken free very, very soon on it as well, man. Yeah, Cause uh, once he, the chains are broken on him, man, he's going to go through everybody. Oh, yeah. it's gonna be a it, nightmare. <laughs> this is whoa! <laughs> it's gonna be so cool, man. You know, I one of my wait. favorite segments of the night, and one of my consistently favorite promos uh, that we see are Malachi Black promos. And yeah. you know, this one really stood out to me. Uh, I love the contact lens and the new fit, the, eye, the face paint. Um, you know, this House of Black gimmick that that we're seeing, and this kind of. Um, stalking uh that malachi black is doing with with different victims is very interesting it's you know i I don't know what to make of it fully and where the end game is but man and just this promo was done so well and shot so well he's talking about what makes the house so strong and i love how he said the past is not a crutch but it's an arrow and then we saw at the end yeah, uh, some kind of teasers, you know, he's spitting the black mist and putting a chain on someone. And uh, I know you have more thoughts on that, but man, this yeah. is uh, <clears throat> the house of black. I mean, we're going to see Malachi black face a uh, fired up Griff Garrison, which to me, um, you know, that promo by Griff was, was probably his best promo to date we've seen in AEW. Yeah. I think he delivered a, uh, an awesome message, a direct message, a fired up Griff, and it's got me, you know, varsity blondes all the way, baby. I know he's, he's, you know, backing his partner down with Pillman, but he's like, no, I'm going to step up to this because he's a coward. Um, but what did you think of that? This Malachi Black promo? I mean, every time Malachi Black has a has a <clears throat> vignette, um, it feels so epic and special and you get chills. You know, this guy, um, he's so thoughtful when it comes to his storylines and what he's doing. And I think that uh, he's been very methodical of like what he's doing with his house of black. I think that that's been very methodical and taking time and stretching it out. And I appreciate that because now we're going to be getting this stuff that we've been, you know, wanting, we've been pining for the house of black to be a thing. Right. Um, and we know that's coming now, you know, and obviously uh, there's some implications based on the promo uh, that Brody King is going to be debuting next week, which is possible. Uh, it could be a swerve. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens either. Um, but obviously, you know, King and Malachi have a huge, you know, they've been tag partners and they've been champions together and recently been together. Uh, so obviously, like everybody on social media, I like, caught that King line that, that Malachi threw uh-huh. out there. And uh, 
that's pretty awesome. And you're going to be so excited. I know you're not familiar with Brody King, but you're going to be very excited. A big man, very big man. <laughs> so yeah. uh, very good addition to the roster. Um, and, and who knows, there might be more people joining the House of Black as well. We didn't see Julia Hart this week. Um, that no. would be an interesting, um, a very interesting uh, play on it where Julia Hart could potentially be you know, kind of doing that thing as well. She got spit in the face last week. So obviously there's some stuff going on and she wasn't on TV and, and Griff, uh, True. Griff was really adamant. Like, you know, Hey, you know, Pillman, you're not, you're not here to help. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to break Malachi's right. jaw next week, you know, which was awesome line way to finish it off. And th- again, like you said, that was Griff's best promo he's done to date, I believe. Yeah. Um, but man, Malachi is ready for, I think, bigger storylines past Cody now. Uh, he yeah. doesn't have to be involved with the Cody story anymore. He can kind of move on to his own thing. Um, and if the House of Black is coming, man, like we're going to get some some tag teams or some stable action here, and it's going to be Oof. really fun. Yeah, like you were saying, a new, a, new, a new group brewing, and I, I think it would be cool to have that kind of, uh, like I said, stalking, recruiting type of out of Malachi Black throughout the roster, yep. uh, um, as well as recruiting current stars or maybe ones that are current talent necessarily we haven't seen in a while or anything like that. Um, so very intriguing stuff, and uh, and I think there'll be a start of a new chapter uh, mm-hmm. next week when we we see Griffin uh, Black go toe to toe for sure. Yeah, Deeb versus like. Sheeta three. Um, <laughs> to me, two women that are pillars of the women's division. Yep, easily can't argue that at all. And you know, Crayfish agrees, and you know, kind of echoing what he said. Um, but I think Serena Deeb is not only one of the best uh, wrestlers in the women's division, but on the AEW roster, period. Um, the stuff that she can do in the ring, uh, the character work, the, um, the physicality, uh, the methodical violent offense, the heel work that she's doing is really um, – probably some of the best heel work in the women's division period and you know which she needs more of a platform to for us to be wowed of it you know she's as jr has has talked about it before um i think deeb is maximizing her minutes um and she's not getting enough of those minutes um and so she's definitely a pillar and top tier talent of the women's division. Uh, that being said, Sheeta as well. I mean, this match started yeah. off very hot and violent. Um, it was such a battle. Both women are were are very physical, which that is a huge uh, draw for me in a women's division match um, because I, I have been a, a little overly critical on some old women's division matches in months and years past of going through the motion, and these two women. Do not do that ever. Hell no. And um, it was such a battle. This this feud is absolutely money in the women's division. It's a shame that it's it's already coming to a close uh, because, the, I mean, we got a, a lot of great wrestling out of it. And like we I did. said, Deeb is so good at delivering violent uh, offense. Um, and I just I, I loved it. And, and seeing both, you know, the champ, ex-champ back on TV and in actually a meaningful feud. Uh, I'm happy. I was happy to see that. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, I loved, I loved the the dichotomy of this match. You know, we got to see the the mat work and just you know yeah. physical aggressiveness of Serena Deeb, and we got to see the 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 anger of Sheeta, which I love when she's like that when she's so mad at at Deeb for costing her opportunities. <laughs> and I yeah. think it's it's 
that makes it more interesting when you got these people who do hate each other, uh, you know, in the storyline or just have had so mm. many interactions um, and, and interactions that have been costing them them gold opportunities. You know, mm-hmm. these have been not just back backstage promos that they've gotten the in tournament. You know, this is a tournament. Yeah, this was something important. And I think that this match tonight, while uh, it's hard to it's always hard to to, you know, follow up a big match like we saw with Danielson and Hangman. But, you know, I think this match was was just as good as their other ones. I think that yeah. um, I liked seeing Deeb's – I love Deeb's mat work. I think her mat work is just so much better than yeah. anybody else uh, around. She's just so Agreed. talented. And I loved the the back Agreed. and forth. We I really didn't know who was going to win this match. It was back and forth consistently. Um, mm-hmm. and, and in reality, you know – seeing Sheeta win that's great because we need Sheeta to be uh, a bigger player on television and I think yep. that this is a good way to almost reintroduce her to the TV audience that might not watch Dark and Elevation where she's been sure. absolutely dominant so I think that this is going to be something that's going to be big for her um, just in general and I think that Deeb is going to be able to move on to something hopefully uh, where she's able to kind of just be that that epic heel she's been so far with this feud you know, this is really right. her breakout feud as a heel in this in AEW. So mm-hmm. it'll be good to see what she does next. I'm really excited about that. Who do you want to see go against um, Cheetah next? Man, that's tough. That's really yeah. tough, actually. You know, I I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against her being in the title picture. Frankly, I think that her and Britt could do some really good stuff. I think that you know Britt's really kind of always in between feuds. It feels like to me. So I think that sure. they could really, you know, put Cheetah in, in the, the rematch event quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that would be a good way to bring that back, you know, have her, you know, kind of go, Hey man, like I got hurt. And then I was off TV after I lost my title. Like I want yeah. an opportunity. And I think that beating somebody like Serena D um, legitimizes that claim. And okay. especially because we've had, you know, like the, the ranking system matters, you know what I mean? But I think that, mm-hmm. Having, you know, the winning the the two out of three with with Deeb, um, I think that's a big deal. Um, and I think that that could be something that they push uh, after the Ty Conti uh, feud. So, yeah. And, and Scoot, you know, you're saying Jamie Hayter. Um, that I'd like that, too. Be, would, That'd be fun. Physical, uh, another physical performer in Jamie Hayter, which I'm, I'm a huge fan of as well yeah. in the ring. Um, <clears throat> but I think. It would be interesting because you can even – to me, I think – I know we, we, we kind of briefly talk about it here and there, but uh, I still think Jade is going to be winning that TBS title tournament. And Sheeta versus Jade could be a nice notch, and that can really push Jade to the moon if she beats Sheeta, an ex-champ. Um, the longest champ we've had. And if if you start that feud, Ashita versus Jade, first title defense feud with TBS, I mean, that's competing. I mean, Hangman versus Danielson is really high, but if you did Sheeta versus Jade, I think that instantly gives yeah. her so much more credibility with the title defense, you know, versus like going someone against uh, a quick, I hate to keep using the word squash, but like a quick, you know, a win or something against someone. But if, I mean, it's okay to call a spade a spade, you know? Yeah. Most so, of Jade's matches have been squash matches. So I, I you know, so if you have her go through Thunder that. and then you go through potentially the gatekeeper, Nyla Rose, and then have a, a title defense against Sheeta, you just created a star. Yeah. I feel you, you created someone in the division that is, is uh, a pillar and different. Uh, and I think Tony Khan sees that in her 
And we see that in her. And I think that would be a good transition. So I think I would, I uh, to help build up Jade, to have Sheeta, you know, essentially go, which would be in a couple of weeks, you know, that, that finals is, is coming up soon um, and, and switching over to the TBS network soon. So um, I think that's where I would go with that. I feel it. I like it. It's a great idea. Um, As Mark Henry says, it's time for the main event. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one, man, I, I, I'm so happy as an MJF Mark that he is a three <laughs> Your number one three, overall pick. The number one pick, man, that he's the three-time Dynamite up. Diamond Ring Champion. He's the man. Awesome. I have to um, admit it. Sorry. <laughs> You have to because it's it's just facts, man. Ever all these You're mids right. that thought he wasn't gonna win, you know, they're just they don't like him because he tells the truth. You know, he's the guy who's just always there on top. Um, because he's the leader of the pinnacle. How can you not be on top when you're the leader of the pinnacle? You know what I mean? Come on. Uh yeah. three times. See, nobody else has done that. Hundred thousand dollar ring, a hundred thousand dollars on that uh ugly ass pinky of him, man. Yeah, and, and he's got so- three of them. He's got, no, he should he, just come out with all three next week. I know he's going to, he's, I don't think he's going to beat Tom Brady, man. Um, I mean, this, this is definitely MJF, you know, they, they mentioned or showed in his, you know, a bottom third that he's never yeah. lost in dynamite. Um, you know, we have to, even though MJF blocked us on Twitter and MJF has been on, you know, been in our chat and we know he loves dynamite download. Um, the fact is the guy is unbelievable. I mean, the guy talks to talk walks the walk he's he's we want to see more of him in the ring period and it's yeah. great we're going to see him next week in the ring and <clears throat> three-time winner this ring pinky ring fits his personality so much um <laughs> he, his, his promos are absolutely always on fire um th- this match of two young important pieces of aw uh, was a great way to main event tonight yeah <clears throat> This is the future of this company right here, man. Mm-hmm. Like guys like Dante Martin and MJF are going to be around for a long time. And they're going to be the people that we see for the next decade plus in AEW. They're going to be the people that when, when guys like John Moxley and Brian Danielson and CM Punk, you know, and all these other guys that are around right now that are the now are done, that these will be the stars that are built on the backs of these kind of matches. You know, we got to see Dante Martin you know, kind of have a, a crazy jump out of nowhere. You know, he was a tag team guy with his brother and just out of nowhere becomes a singles phenomenon who could just do singles like superstar. I think he's yeah. elevating himself to superstar level. He on is. matches like tonight. Right. And tonight was not even his best effort. You know, he didn't win the match, but he came out there and whooped MJF in a lot of ways. And again, the pacing went the heels way this match. I love that. This was kind of the whole night felt like this. Where yeah. it was a heel night in AEW where we got to see them control the pace of like all the matches. MJF right. wouldn't let Dante hit his big spots. MJF would roll out of the way just to make sure that Dante couldn't hit him with something off the top rope. You know, when Dante hit him in the face and, you know, maybe busted a tooth or something and MJF was selling it the whole time, he made sure like I'm going to be out of the ring and going around in circles the whole time and I'm not going to let you get your offense in. And yeah. ultimately, um, it was Ricky Starks who, who, let MJF get that win because he, you know, was, was getting revenge on right. You know, but it makes sense because of Dante eliminating him last week um in the in the battle royale. So I get it. Makes sense. And you know, MJF didn't get a clean win on Dante, so it makes Dante look strong too. Um, all these guys came out of this match looking better, and MJF is still the best heel in the industry. You know, I mean that's that's you can never argue that. 
No. MJF is is by far the best heel in the industry. Period. And yep. you, there's no, there's not even. You could throw a couple names in that hat, but honestly, there's no one that would would ever even scratch the surface. Uh, he no. he never misses a beat. <clears throat> He's always smooth on the mic and everything. He backs it up, and you know. But honestly, if uh, we didn't have this. Iron Man match to open up Dynamite. I think Dante Martin would have been my top performer of the night just because yeah. there's so many jaw-dropping moments that he delivers every single time he's in the squared circle. Um, I mean, he did that rolling, the rolling 450 knee drop, which actually hit MJF in the freaking face, which that's the loved. yeah, that was the spot that him. that was the spot. <laughs> and then just he the, sold out the whole match. He, the stuff that Dante Martin does is not human. It is no. insane. How he can you know balance and bounce off the ropes, and then that one shooting star press off the ropes that he overshot a little, but it was still just like he's Amazing. the type of person that could sell out arenas because he's so fun to watch live. And yeah. I know on TV we just mark out for his amazing agility, but watching him live and someone like Sammy Guevara live are, are reasons why you go to live events. And yeah. Dante Martin is just absolutely incredible, man. This kid has so much. Uh, he doesn't have potential. He has it. Dante Martin has it. And yeah. uh, this guy is getting a push. And, you know, we're doing our awards here uh, soon for Dynamite Download end of the year awards. And, you know, it, I wouldn't be shocked if Dante Martin gets a clean sweep from Dynamite Download in one of our award categories. Um, this guy is awesome, man. I feel it, man. I completely agree. Um, but, you know, it doesn't sound like Dante was your performer of the night. So who was your performer of the night, SPD? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't an easy pick because I right. almost had Dante to. Dante was close. I think, yeah, Dante was here. close, but both guys, it, it almost was like a, a flip of a coin for this match because yeah. I honestly liked Danielson's character and in-ring general work better than Hangman's. But Hangman as a title, first title defense um, tonight in one of the best matches we've seen on Dynamite ever yeah. uh, for both both com competitors deserve this award. But uh, Hangman Page, man, cowboy shit. And, I mean, you could tell uh, Hangman was a bloody mess. He was winded. <laughs> <coughs> Raising a beer for him. Um, but what stood out to you the most for Hangman tonight? So for me, man, it was the, the what really put him ahead of Danielson because I was I had the same problem. I didn't know who I was going to give this, uh, you know, top performer to because you know neither of them lost the match, so I couldn't be like, oh well, Hangman won. I guess technically he's still the champ, but neither of them lost True. this match. Um, I think the last bit of resilience he showed at the end of the match where he, you know, where it was like, okay, man, he got the <laughs> he got the momentum last, you know. Um, he's the last guy that had the momentum and he really showed up and he did his best spots and he got the biggest pop of the night It that those last few moments of the match before the time ran out that put him ahead for me. Um, and everything else is what we talked about the whole time. You know, these guys went 60 minutes in a match that, that felt like 20, the pacing was insane. Um, it felt like, you know, he was gushing blood out of his head, you know, oh, all down his brutal, yeah. front end. You know, he had a crimson mask the whole, basically the whole match. You True. know, that happened very early in the match where he got busted yep. open. So he was wrestling like that for a very long time. And, That's you know, tough. he, and he didn't miss a beat. There was no missed spots. There was nothing, <laughs> nothing felt off the whole time. It was a perfect, 
perfect championship match. And I got to give it to the champ because, you know, he held it. He didn't lose to a guy that's been so experienced and traveled around the world and is widely considered the best wrestler in the world. And he went out there and went toe to toe with him. And, and when it mattered most, he held his own and, mm-hmm. and looked like he was going to take it. If it would have been a five, five more minutes and he probably would have had him. So that's why I'm going to give it to hangman. Yeah. I mean, hats out to hangman. And I think, uh, most of us would agree agree for that as well, and yeah. um, cowboy shit for sure. And we can't wait to see what's the next to him. And I hope um, <clears throat> I almost want you know I, I like we talked about a little earlier, like to run this one back. But I yeah. almost want to see Hangman kind of uh, have another title defense or something. Or uh, you know, you, you're it's it's a tough place for me to booking because you don't run this back in a week or two. Like no. you're going to milk this. Do you milk this all the way to a uh, revolution? That's a long time. In my opinion, that's not typical AEW booking. Yeah. I don't know if I would wait <sighs> till a pay-per-view, you know, I think maybe you could keep the storyline going, having some, some other stuff going on. You could even have matches, you know, that aren't the typical, like, Oh, he's going to just wrestle against Hangman Brian Danielson. You can have some tag matches involved in there, you know, like True. Danielson eventually is going to have, cause he's talked about this before and we've, uh, we alluded to it last week. You know, Danielson talked about yeah. wanting to start a stable in AEW. And I think that, you know, the fact that Hangman's still with the Dark Order is important. Um, you could do something interesting with that where, you know, maybe next week, you know, Danielson's got somebody in his corner. And that could be something else. You don't know. I mean, when you've got a guy who's that popular and that big around the world, it wouldn't be surprising if anybody decided, hey, I'm going to join up with this guy. He's the man. Um, yeah. And you could have some really cool stuff. Uh, and I'm, I'm just excited to see where they go next because this can't be it. You know, it just right. this can't be it. This was too good to be it. Um, you know, I was saying this, singing the same tune for Hangman, excuse me, Danielson and Kenny Omega. Yeah. I was like, this can't be it. You know, That's it's true, a draw. It, yeah. And then it was it. You know, I was hoping for Kenny to lose the belt, still have a little bit healthy, and then have that rematch where Danielson beats Kenny. But I, you know, I think the wrench got thrown into there where Moxley got injured or anything, something and like Kenny you know, needed to get or, surgery as well. Which Kenny needed surgery, Moxley things. got injured, and then you needed to fill a void of a, a top top heel, and then so Danielson quickly did that. So that being said, it's if there's the only way that this um, kind of gets put on the back burner is if you have some kind of star emerge, um, but I don't see someone kind of challenging hangman or kind of inserting themselves as of now, personally, I don't really see anybody else at that level yet. I, I, you know, after tonight's match, who, who's the better than those two guys, who can you put it in? That would justifiably exactly. Maybe Brian cage. There we go. I'm down. I haven't seen seen Brian cage in a while. So yeah, he, yeah, exactly, man. Maybe next week we'll see Brian cage come out. You know, he's not with (sighs) Taz anymore either. So it's a big, difference in character um right you know so we'll see i i would love to see something like that but also if after a match like this dude you just can't it's it's so tough to say like okay you know brian daniels is undefeated he didn't lose to hangman he you know he had a draw like how can you justify putting anybody else above him on the i know on the list it, it's that's what's hard about this you can't what you what are you supposed to do you know it's a 60 yeah. minute time limit and they couldn't win neither of them could win so what are you going to do two hours next time? You're going to do, you know, maybe no time limit and just see who can win. I, that's what I want, man. I mean, no time limit and just let them go. 
They uh, dug themselves a hole though, because you can't have a 20 minute match now where they went where someone wins. Like yeah. you have to you have to elevate it. You can't do it uh two out of three falls either because these guys kicked out everything. So yeah. to me, doing a 60 minute time limit is kind of a it's a tough place. It's an amazing thing for a fan. Um, but you you kind of like hurt someone in the long run, I feel like if whatever is next in terms of um unless you add some kind of element like a cage match or something like that like there needs to be some no matter what happens that. next in the rematch if if and when there is the rematch you know like i said if it's a 30 minute match and hangman wins clean or danielson wins clean like why was it why did it take 60 minutes in a draw you know like it's a it's a tough position you know they well, set the bar high they did really high they, did. And they delivered <laughs> they delivered on every element in my opinion but they they set it high uh, moving forward, and I can't wait to see what um, AEW has in store to same top way. that because it's going to be a tough same. tough thing to top. But but I, I feel it, man. That's that's why it's <clears> tough. <throat> and, and you're right when you say like they kind of put themselves in a corner here because and that's and that's my problem with with you know draws. Yeah, you know because because ultimately you know you see it in the NFL too, like with with draws and, and that when that's not scripted, you know, and I think that's the dumbest thing you could do is have a game end in a tie. Are you kidding Agreed. me? Like it's it's a you have sixty minutes of football. How can it end in a tie? You just play till play till somebody wins. Give the you people know, what they hard. want. Exactly. Um, play till I somebody wins. I get it wins. for like TV because you have a TV time yeah. limit. I do. A I feel that. Sense. But right for yeah. for sure. But but ultimately, you know, now we have a long time until the next pay per view, and if if they have a rematch, you know, how can you beat what we just got? You know you're you're stuck. You can't you're do another that. sixty minute time limit on TV. Like just keep doing it every every week. Just have it until somebody wins. <laughs> I don't think you can do another sixty minute match anytime soon. No, we would welcome it. But I would love to watch it. Yeah, but, but I don't think that's the right booking decision for this feud to do that again. Even though yeah. these guys can handle it, but I could I, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Give us a two-hour match and then like yeah. <laughs> one match on dynamite. <laughs> break break the record for longest wrestling match ever. Right. I wonder what that is because that I honestly I will not challenge Tony Khan to that because that could be like 24-hour match, and I don't want to I don't yeah. think it's a heart attack. So it's fine. I know. Don't worry about it. Just do something great, Tony. It'll be fine. I know it's gonna be awesome. So just like tonight was awesome. So, so you know, looking epic. forward ahead <laughs> into uh rampage, you know, rampage rundown will be back in a two days' time. So please join us, you know, Drop that card, buddy. But um I, I didn't get any graphics on this one, oh, but no, I, I know gotcha. the card. It's an eight-man tag match. You got the super click, obviously, with Bobby Fish versus the best friends. You have Ty Conti versus Penelope Ford in a submission match, which I'm glad it's cool that they're adding some kind of stipulation. Yep. And then you have a 10-man tag match with Eddie Kingston, PNP, and Lucha Brothers. Versus 2.0, Daniel Garcia and the Acclaimed. What match are you looking forward to the most uh, on Rampage this week? Oh, man. There's so many good matches. Like, Rampage is just packed full of, like, the dream card. That's 20 you know I mean? talent on an hour show. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I would say that Jurassic Express versus Super Click. Uh, that's the big Your one best for friends? me. Or best Friends, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Best Friends versus uh, Super Click. Uh, because for me, like, I love... The super click. I love Adam Cole. I love the Bucks. I love Bobby Fish. I want to see those guys go in there and just absolutely wreck shop. Um, and you right. know the best friends are great. You know, obviously last week they caused some some uh, mayhem for those guys. Right. So I think that there's going to be some bad blood in this match. It'll be a lot of fun. 
And dude, I just, I want to see where Adam Cole is soon because he's got that surprise coming for us. And uh, I, I don't know if there's, you know, a Kyle surprise or something coming up. So I don't know. Uh, what about you, bro? Um, I have to, I mean, it doesn't matter where it's placed or what's going yeah. on. If the Lucha Brothers are on the card, that's my. I'm shocked. Answer. I'm shocked. <laughs> but you know, also not only the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. It's I, I'm just excited to see P and P back together. You know, back on TV. So yeah. uh, Santana and Ortiz. Um, you know, back on TV. So um, this and and like we've talked about on on our show and in Dynamite. I don't know. You know, 2.0 has been quickly growing to be one of our universal favorites uh, of tag teams. So 2.0 and the acclaimed, I mean, those are two teams that are like absolutely top notch guys on the mic. So I want them to like make fun of 2.0 though, you know, the acclaimed that's because I feel like that would be funnier. (laughs) So I don't know. It's, it's going to be, uh, it's fine. It'll work out, but I'm looking forward to that one a lot. I want to hear Max Caster, you know, because everybody else makes fun of 2.0. I want to hear Max Caster do it because I mean, I mean, he, he nobody's better than Max Caster making fun of people, right? So, I mean, just like the the pairing. <laughs> oh, I know. Man, I'm just kidding. <laughs> everything about this is so good. Like it's gonna be epic. Eddie is so great on the mic. PMP are you know awesome on the mic. Acclaimed are awesome on the mic. Uh, 2.0 awesome on the mic. Like I want to. I can't wait. I want this to be the main event so you can have that Mark Henry moment <laughs> where we're getting people just like spinning game back and forth. So screaming at each other the whole time and Mark Henry yeah. says. It, like it's time for the main event. <laughs> he just doesn't have anything to well, do. Well, Eddie Kingston won't let anyone talk, probably, but he'll be great, anyways. That's uh yeah, I, I have a good feeling that and it's just pretty much team chops, you know, with Penta, Ray, and Eddie. Like, who's gonna get my chop of the night on Friday, man? That's gonna be tough. Man, I don't know. But I gotta I I'm gonna be I'm gonna have a clicker of how many chops Eddie <laughs> Kingston is. I know this is not the match versus CM Punk. So I think Eddie Kingston is going to send a lot of chops to Daniel Garcia's chest in 2.0 ways. So I think we're going to see over over 15 chops from Eddie Kingston uh, on Friday night rampage. I like it. I, I like that's a big that's a big one, man. We're going to keep track because I'm going to the over under, man. If you get under, you got to shave the stash off. That's not going to happen. This thing is, <laughs> is, is, is I gotta work my way up to Dax, bro. Uh oh, that's gonna take a while. You gotta if it, if it's all right. If it's over fifteen, you gotta shave your head. But oh, well, you're already bald. That's fine. Yeah, sweet, <laughs> cool. Works for me, bro. Good deal. No <laughs> um, but man, this is a great show, man. Yeah, uh, yeah Austin Gunn versus Matt Caster, man. We're big Austin Gunn fans uh, um, and Gun Club fans as well. Yeah. Um, but Bonds and I are gonna wrap it up for this episode of Dynamite Download, episode sixty-four. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, you know where to find us on Friday night at Rampage Rundown. Uh, right after Rampage this Friday night, Crayfish is going to be back on the on the ones and twos with SPD. Uh, so please join us. We'd love to see you guys. Grab a cold one. Head into the weekend. It's you know approaching ten days away from Christmas. Uh, so thank you everyone for joining us for this episode of Dynamite Download. Cheers. I got the Wolf. Among the Wolf weed. Among Weeds IPA, nice. Yeah. Oh, got the Market Garden Brewery Festivus Holiday Ale. All right, getting festive oh. over there. Yeah, we man, need to wear our uh, next week, man, for the Christmas show. We gotta, I gotta dress up as Santa or something. We gotta do something. I think it's a good idea. Something festive. But thank you everyone for joining us. Dynamite download episode sixty four in the books, and we will talk to you all soon. And see you on Friday for Rampage. 
Rundown.